0: Hey everybody, welcome to the Learn With Lowell Show. Uh, Today is going to be a different type of episode, mainly one where you see my face and I talk about things, which is kind of weird, because I I think it's much more interesting to hear from guests and all these different people that I've been talking with over the years. But uh, today is kind of a a look back at this great year we've had. Um, I've learned a lot of stuff, even in terms of just the new YouTube channel that I've made that's about like three months old. Um, I posted stuff like years ago, but then I've been actually posting to it like the last three months. And just in terms of like quality, like the first video I posted, like I think like I didn't know how to export things from Adobe Premiere, right? And, uh, and uh, the end result was that I think I got like 360p for for, for a while in terms of quality, just on a video. And uh, anyway, so I wanted to share a screen, kind of talk about my plans, uh, reflect on this year, uh, things I've learned, um, at the same time what I'm going to be doing moving forward there's a lot of really cool stuff coming out there's a lot of really cool guests coming out there's uh, some plans in terms of me traveling America and doing in-person interviews which should be a lot of fun but there's also some updates in terms of just the format as I'm for some of you you've already seen this stuff for the last couple of weeks that there's been a change in format not not in terms of like how I interview people but in terms of uh just like how I tell the story visually, if that makes sense. Like how I edit things. So I'm gonna share my screen and just kind of just walk through some of the stuff I have learned over this year. So I should be sharing the screen now. And uh, this is the channel. Six hundred subscribers. That's not a big deal. It's a it's a new thing. I expect it to get much bigger. I have plans for a thousand subscribers and ten thousand subscribers. Uh, Basically, at each one of those milestones, I'm gonna do something pretty cool like uh, uh have a really one of the one of some really important people do like a live stream with me um, that type of thing and um, there's some thoughts around that as well that I'd love to feedback on if there's something that everyone wants to hear about. I think for the most part, a lot of people seem to really like longevity type stuff, you know how to live and have long healthy lives which is very fascinating. Uh, you know space is very fascinating to me, you know, uh, climate tech is very fascinating to me, so is cell. There's a lot of things that are very interesting. And then you know it's like I have uh, episodes where I just learn about like wrestling and I didn't know anything about that. So to give context to it or learn about being an artist and and, and that type of thing or sleep or urban exploration. And so if you look at literally some of these episodes it's like 360p (laughs) it's just in terms of video and uh the thumbnails have gotten i think a little bit better you 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 guys tell me you guys tell me what you think if they've gotten better over time i I update them every now and again i just like to make them succinct you know tell you what you're going to talk about or hear about you know number one longevity biotech retreat i mean that's literally what we talk about in this episode you know how to build stuff in space is how we talk about in this episode so it's like i just want to make it straightforward i don't know if there's like i'm sure there's more clickbaity ways to do things where it's like Ten thousand ways to uh live a longer healthier life uh this one was a lot of fun with O.K. connor as well but so just in terms of picture quality that's getting better i have a new uh video camera that's very interesting as well i'm also looking at something called uh obs i don't know if you can see this part of the screen but uh like it's basically a way for me to do some really cool editing with people from around the world where right now i just use zoom I've been experimenting with zencaster and some other stuff because zoom doesn't really have the best video quality as many of you have commented on some of the audio quality gets kind of screwed around as well and so i want to improve upon that uh, there's a lot of stuff in the bci space that we're going to be doing there's a whole series on longevity that's just going to keep going that leads least one of my bigger updates is that starting next week i'm gonna to try to do uh two to three interviews posted a week and that means you know i'm gonna be interviewing and talking to a lot of people which is which is a lot of fun, but also it's you know it's a bit of a responsibility in terms of like finding these people with very very busy schedules and getting to you know sit down and talk about different things, especially with my variety of interests. Most people are pretty cool about coming on the show, like it's actually not that big of a hurdle. But sometimes uh, people are less than nice, so uh, that's something to be concerned about as well. But I wanna the the thing is that right now I do like one I do one episode a week. And there's an audio version and there's a video version. The video version is what I'm trying to spend a lot of time doing better at. Because I think there's just, um, the metrics are a lot cleaner. The audio version of things, so I have my website that takes care of itself. But the metrics on it, in terms of like, how long are you watching for? What am I doing right, wrong? You know, like, I learned from, uh, you know, this one, for instance, that uh, I was editing really poorly. And people were leaving, you know, like, 10 minutes in or something like that. And uh, now I've, ref- I've, I've reflected and changed that. And now, like, these ones... Uh, people stay in for a significant amount of time and on average so you have that that's a really interesting metric to talk about because there's people that come and they'll just like click on something and be like oh what's that two seconds later click off and then averages for the people who list listen for the long duration of the show so YouTube actually has a lot of really cool statistics and metrics that helps you, just me make better episodes in terms of like how to edit it you know what type of content people actually are interested in. because if you um, let's see I'll pick I'll pick I'll pick this one. And so, you know, like these intros I've been doing, it's like, they've been a lot of fun to like make these like cinematic little uh, trailers, but it tells me also like how many people are just like, holy shit, that's crap. I don't want to watch that. And then I've been doing uh, chapters and timestamps because it's like, when you have a 90 minute episode and you don't know who I am, a lot of people, there's like 98%, 99% are not subscribers that are, are watching. And so the subscribers, the ones that are coming back are like 2%, 1%. So for the majority of people, it's like, oh, who's this little guy? And uh, so I like to just give like an intro, make it really easy for you to be like, oh, okay, you know, we're talking about, you know, neurotechnology. And so it's it's like, okay, what, what exactly are they doing? You can just jump right to that. And uh, as you can tell on this one, my hair was shorter and uh, it, it was earlier in the year. But that's, I was uh, touching on this a minute ago, but like right now I do one interview a week. So that's 52 interviews a year. And there are some interviews that I interview people. A good you know two to three months ago for their episode to go up now just because like that's how the schedule works like i interviewed Aubrey de gray like two weeks ago and his episode can't go up until next week just because of the the structure of things and so if i do two to three episodes a week uh, and i'm going to be doing that for the first quarter at the very minimum uh, i can have more interviews and have them go out sooner so people can start appreciating them and have the guests have more of a, a content you know feedback because one of the reasons why i do all this stuff is that i really like it for guests to um you know get feedback you know hear that people are actually really excited for their tech there's a lot of nerdy scientists and people who are experts in their field or have story tells that they feel like oh no one's gonna care or whatever and you know you can look at this one and the best <laughs> it said 720 but you know it doesn't really look the best as well this is a thing that i learned as well as like color grading like this is just kind of washed out but if you look at one of the newer ones like the color grading is much better like i actually am uh improving on that as well And this thing where I have like a little bubble in the bottom and you see the person talking. Like there are a lot of interview virtual ones where there's a person where it's like half screen, half them, half me. And it's just the whole episode that way. And then like maybe their face and then my face. And I don't really like that. When I'm watching content online, you know, I want to see the person talking, but then I also don't want to forget there's another person there. So I thought like, oh if I just stick this in the bottom, you see I'm still watching. It's kinda like a reaction thing almost. I'm still there being a part of the conversation, but the principal thing is the focus of the person, which I think is really interesting. My plan moving forward is I'm setting up with OBS and a bunch of other software where uh, in the episode, and this will actually make it really cool if I do live streams as well, is that there'll be basically like three or four different views where it's like, you know, them, me, me, them, you know, both of us. And then there's going to be one where there's me and them on the bottom right and left respectfully. And then in the middle will be content uh, in terms of like, you know, if we're talking space manufacturing in this episode. We can literally pull up the website, look at their patent and say, all right, let's walk through this versus, you know, there's a patent. We do these things, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's like, I think make specificity makes it easier for people watching to enjoy it as well as if you're just listening to this, where you are doing something else or you're just having the audio version and you're driving to work or doing something else with your life. The, it, it can be a little bit more specific. If someone's just like off the cuff talking about a patent or some technology they're building, I think that's a little harder to do. And so that's one thing as well. It's just like having this format where people can pop in. You guys can see what they're talking about. I can see what they're talking about as that specificity to the guest. So it's a little easier. takes the burden off of them. 90 minutes seems to be about what I enjoy. There are some where we could have just talked for hours, but I was just try to cut it to 90 minutes. But the in-person interviews that I'm planning are going to be multi-hour ones just for the nature of the fact that if I'm traveling to Boston and I'm spending several days there, like I don't want to have like a 90-minute thing. I want to have like a deep dive on several different topics and just really understand who they are. Some of the people that I'm looking at for kind of inspiration for my show are, you know, Lex Friedman, Lex Friedman, Tim Ferriss, and Joe Rogan, just in terms of the format. I like to learn about what people are building as well as why they're building it. I think that's very interesting. And then as well as learn what they have figured out in their lives. Like, um, I mean, one of the questions I've been asked recently is like, you know, how do people define happiness and maximize it and stuff like that. And it's really interesting to hear just the way people interpret what happiness means to them. Uh, there's a lot of subjectivity into what that means. Um, it's kind of like everyone has a rough sense of what the color blue is if I say blue like everyone's picturing a color blue And sometimes I wonder is like is it the same color blue that everyone's picturing, you know, and so um, Questions like that where you get a better sense of who they are as people I think it's something that I really want to explore more of and so uh, As you can tell I'm not used to just talking and having no one here to bounce ideas off of Many of you might find this boring if you if you like this type of thing if you if you want to hear more for me and my thoughts and what I've learned because I have learned quite a lot. There's a newsletter where I put out stuff I've learned in, in detail and there's also usually a form in the bottom of most of the videos where you can say hey I have this idea for something because half the battles like you don't know what's out there and I'm doing a lot of uh, Connecting with people and I talk to I mean forever for 52 interviews a uh, year I probably talk to a good like thousand people that just no one knows anything about and so um... oh, my hair looks great and uh and uh, so my goal is to do more interviews, go more in depth, learn more about the people, learn more about the technology. One thing that is kind of fun that I've been talking to a lot, many people about, uh, which I don't know to extent anyone else will think this is as fun as me, but the, there have been times where I've had CEOs and founders on. And you'll ask them about their technology, and you'll say, you know, what's the tech stack? And it's, it's a very basic questions. I think Connor Glass is an example of this. I asked him, like, several times in the interview about spe- specificity in terms of, like, what machine learning pro- uh, technologies are they using, etc. cetera. And uh, some the people are like, oh, I can't talk about that. That's IP. And it's like, if I sat down with another expert and I asked them, how do you think they're building this? I bet they can reverse engineer it within, like, 10 minutes. Like, that's not actually that complicated. And so one thing I've been thinking about doing is that when I run into, like, I'll have like a CEO for a high-level conversation, high to medium level in terms of what they're building, or a founder in terms of what they're building. And every now and again, there's someone who could just go the length in terms of going in depth. But uh, sometimes, that, like you know, kind of for instance, or like my angle from um, like these deep tech people, it's like there's a lot of IP there that, and they just don't know how to navigate, you know, talking about things in a weird way, or just being open about things. I, I generally like how Elon Musk has been talking about Neuralink, you know, being very open, talking about know what they're sharing and stuff which you know i think there's some stuff in the news recently that uh may not be good at neuralink but they are trying to do something and they're being very open about how they're doing it and i think the nature of that is they want to get great people coming to them but i'm going to be doing this thing where i have these people come on and whenever, basically whenever they say i don't know you know as you noticed in the connor glass episode i just let it go it's like okay you don't want to talk about it i'm not going to force you to talk about it like you know we can talk about other things and uh, maybe I should push back on that, you know, feedback on that is welcome as well. And sometimes I will push back. There's uh, been some interviews where I have pushed back and said, hey, you know, I don't think that makes sense. Uh, and it wasn't necessarily IP related, it was just their, their general thought process on certain things. And, um, and so when we have those people that say, I don't know, or, you know, I can't explain that, you know, IP stuff, top secret, uh, area 51, I think what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna find an expert or find one of the people who are listed on their patent that they have licensed from and have them on the show Literally put up the patent or the technology in this in the in a shared screen, like I said, like me on the bottom left, them on the bottom right, and just say, "All right, how does this actually work?" Play that clip of the person saying, "I don't know, I can't speak about it," or, you know, "I I can't get into that detail." And just basically say, "All right, how would we explain that?" I think that'd be a lot of fun because it lets the CEO off the hook in terms of maybe there's stuff that their investors just generally don't want them to talk about. That is true. There's a lot of stuff that uh, there's a lot of stuff like after the interview that people say. And, or even during the interview, like sometimes I have to cut it out and I'm, I'm, I'm getting to the point where like, I basically cut out nothing and you know, positive, negative. I just want to have like this really organic conversation and I say, ums, I say likes, I say stupid things in terms of how I say things, uh, sometimes very silly, but I want to have like just the very organic conversation. So you see who people are versus like the polished versions that people kind of portray themselves as. And so I think this process of just like having a straight interview with these CEOs and founders or these scientists, and they run into a thing where like they're just really uncomfortable to talk about the tech stack because they think like might like reveal Pandora's box or the contents and let evil out in the world or something. I think what I'm going to do is just uh, have an expert on and just like walk through that sp- that specific element that they couldn't talk about. Like I think Connor's an example of this because I'm literally doing this right now, where there's a person who's going to come on and he's going to talk about their implant, like literally the sensors, the the chip, you know how it actually works, um, how a tech stack like that would work, and it's like uh, I've talked to a lot of people. And so when people who are doing innovative type stuff you know they, they can't go too in depth it's like that's usually just because they're not confident in themselves like ideas are somewhat worthless like the execution is kind of interesting but like the the licensing the the ip around what you know connor class or matt angle or any of these ceos and stuff that we're talking about like that's what's really going to protect them the intellectual inertia of what they're building is going to protect them um and so I think that type of process will be fun to let, let people off hook, while also giving us an opportunity to have a follow-up episode just dedicated to that concept. And at the same time, we can talk about how they would build it, you know, theoretically. So we don't actually know how they build it, but we're just having an expert like walk through it, and we learn about it in more detail, as well as um, as well as like you know, what are the limitations of it. This is something that I, I have not liked over the years, it, and it, it's one of the reasons why I took like a gap year off for the podcast because I was I was building some startups and I'm, even, I'm working on startups now, but there, there were some people that were just constantly like full of shit in terms of like what they were saying, and I knew they were saying things that were not correct, and I, those episodes never went up. It was just kind of getting irritating at that point, point. and there's a lot of people that have marketing speak, and what they're building is nowhere near what they actually are building, what, what they say they're building. In the cell ag space uh, or alternate protein, there's a lot of people say that they're building cell, cellular agriculture versions of their food, of you know a fish or whatever but if you actually if you look at what they're putting out it's more like a they'll say like all oh, this like look, look at this crazy innovative thing that we're building and I think it's just like sell investors but in, in practicality they're really just gonna do like a plant-based alternative which is fine but they're, they're marketing themselves differently to get higher valuations and stuff so they can do a better job and that's marketing speak which is fine but if I'm learning about something and all you're doing is just telling me marketing speak like what am I supposed to learn other than just like to sit here and kind of like ask myself all right what is this person actually saying what is this person actually saying and that happens a lot uh in some of my interviews where i'm just asking what the heck are they actually saying uh as you notice at the beginning of the podcast i'd ask people oh why are you getting into this i don't really ask that question anymore everyone kind of answers it with their actions in terms of how they answer my questions later on if i ask the question specifically just from the gate there's a there's a canned answer that everyone gives and for the most part, they're not very authentic. they're not very honest and it you know it's just boring and so I want to get more toward like juicy, interesting, useful information that's great for the guests to talk about. There's been a lot of people who've come on the show who've used the show's interview to get funding for their startup to advertise for jobs and actually have people come onto the to their job site and you know uh, uh get uh, employed, which has been interesting because I get Multiple elements of those people, so I get the people on the show, off the show, which is really interesting to see, like the differences between people, you know, even on or off recording. And then I have the feedback from the people who worked there in terms of what it's like to work there. And so what I want to do is just really learn about topics, I want to learn about people, I want to learn about how to better understand them, and uh, share what I learn uh, through the show. And to some extent, it's kind of like being an anthropologist and out somewhere like learning about a new tribe or something um every person i meet it's a little bit of like they've told me this is what they're interested in i said exactly what i'm interested in very upfront about these things and we dive into the show and it becomes readily apparent what they actually care about and then i just go in that direction and so i want to have more honest conversations i want to dive deeper and i want to make it easier for the guest and myself to have just a 90 minutes of great interview and that's also been a limitation as well there's been There's been several interviews where it's been at the 90-minute mark. I was like, crap, we have like a third left to go. But I hit pause because that's just like the format that I have right now to do the cadence that I'm trying to do. And uh, I'll just have them come back on in like a quarter or something like that. But um, let me know what you guys think about just the 90-minute thing. Is 90 minutes fun? You want two hours, three hours? I know like Rogan and Lex Friedman do multiple hours. It takes a really special guest to be able to do that online. Like I don't get – you don't get a lot of like – the push and the pull of the physical i uh, think it's like kind kinetics or something like you just like like when you say something you don't get the energy back as well like you have to have like a really like the right type of person who can like talk back and forth and uh, that's another thing i've been trying to improve upon is i know some people would laugh and make fun of me saying oh i make se- i say this statement like oh that makes sense and then i go on to a different statement so i'm trying to improve on how i do my interviews where i ask questions and also like leave pauses where like they can respond to me there's some people who just Take the interview as like, I'm trying to get information from them. I'm trying to have it more of a conversation where we learn about things. And I think the best episodes have been one where we're like really chilling, having a fun conversation, as well as getting information coming out where we can have like these back and forth. I think like a couple that I would name is um, definitely the one the recent one with Space, the longevity um, with Mark and uh, Ahmed Khan is also a fun one. Like, I, I grew up on a farm, so I know a little bit about agriculture. So that's usually, uh, in my wheelhouse and I can kind of comment on as well. Um, there are a couple of things I learned as well. Um, I've recently been writing out just like an outline of like, oh, here's my things that I've been thinking about, or like a quote or something involving the guest I'm talking to. And I printed it out and just put it in front of me. And that's been really helpful in terms of just making it so sometimes it's like, oh, what am I going to say? Like, I already like I hear their question. I'm we're having a conversation, and I have an eye on like, okay, there's a couple other things that we're going to be doing as well, so I can kind of like push us in that direction. Versus like, there's times where we could sit there and talk about just like ran- random quagmire topics. But if we have 90 minutes, like you you would think 90 minutes is not that long of time, or like a long time to have an interview with these these people, but it's actually not. Like, it it goes by real fast when you're talking to people. There's been a couple people, uh uh, Aubrey Gray's episode is an example of this. He, I was so surprised when he came in, he was just ready to go. Uh, normally people need a little bit of warm-up. Uh, normally people are, uh, they meander a little bit, but his, his brain was like a laser. I'd ask a question and he was like, and he would have like three or four things. It wasn't just like, yes. And he would end it. He would give really good uh, answers. And I just was totally unprepared for that level of like specificity in terms of how someone speaks so it was that that was a very interesting and educational uh, episode for myself and uh, that's that one's going up next week as I said but it's been a good year I'm trying out new things I enjoy learning and I've enjoyed the comment section with many of you commenting and posting and emailing me that's been very rewarding because a lot of times I do these things I don't know if anyone likes them you know I the guest says uh that it's been really good, like they've raised money, blah, blah blah blah. It's like but at the end of the day the audience matters. Like the people listening matter. And I really want to know like, is it helping your life be better? Are you learning something that makes your life your day a little brighter, a little bit more full of hope? There's so much news out there that's just so full of doom and gloom. And for my podcast, I just like to just listen about the cool stuff's going that's going on. You know, what are the real things that are happening? What are the technological advancements? Because for the listeners, I want there to be the opportunity for you to hear something being spoken about with passion that awakens something in you. Like maybe you hear about machine learning and you think, oh, you know what? I didn't think about it like that. So I'm going to try that out. Or you learn about biomanufacturing or fermentation technology. And you've been doing microbrewery, like you've been making like meat in your basement. And it's like, oh, that's not, that's a very similar pro- I know that process. I could do that type of stuff. And you really never know what you're great at, and sometimes a lot of people. You know, it's a Ben Franklin quote, where it's like a lot of people die at 25 and they're buried 70 years later, and it's not that they weren't buried immediately; it's just that they gave up on themselves. And I think one of the very effective ways to figure out where you are, you know, this is like a Gandhi quote, but like you lose yourself help, helping others. And so if you can get lost listening to these people talk about their lives, what they're working on, and You get a sense of like why they're doing it too. I can ask someone, why are you doing this? I'm gonna probably not get a great answer. But if we talk about what they're doing, you're gonna hear why, you're gonna feel why they're doing something. I think that's very interesting. Additionally, we talk about books and topics like that as well. So hopefully I'm not the only one who likes books. I'm starting a book club. I was reading about Reese Witherspoon who has like this really cool book club and Ryan Holiday who has a really cool book club. And so it'd be really fun if, you know, we pick like four books a month, we just read them and like we talk about them every now and again, like maybe a post like this. Um, and we just, you know, talk about them or or something like that. Or maybe have like a newsletter where we just like email back and back back and forth or compile thoughts on it. Another thing I've been thinking about is there are a lot of times where I'm learning things. I'm, you know, how to be an electrician or these different types of skills. And uh, this is in conjunction with this idea that I've been having where I've been thinking about kind of like dirty jobs. Like I really like the show dirty jobs and I've been thinking about basically doing that type of thing where I go out in the field and I follow an electrician for a month, but, but not, but not for like a day or something, but, but not, um, not just to like see how they do their job, but also like learn how to get into that job. So it's like one day, one day it's okay. This is what like a high stressed, like what's the, what is the worst day of the year to be an electrician? I want to like talk to them throughout that day. And while I'm there, you know, do what I can to help. But like, show what, it, what is the, like, the most tense, stressful day an electrician has to go through, or a plumber has to go through, or a scientist has to go through, or um, a, a cancer biologist has to go through, or um, a flight attendant. You know, all these different people doing all these different things. And they're li- we're all living our lives individually, but we're living in a society where my work affects other people, your work affects other people. And but we never really get to feel the connection of what that does or how that feels, and uh, in conjunction with my previous comment, like you never really know what you could be good at, and so I like this idea of like going out and meeting people. Like I'm I'm in talks to have this series on Native Americans, where there's a a big topic that we'll be exploring, basically on um, I forget the technical term, it's eluding me, but basically Native Americans have. A higher chance or a higher prevalence of human trafficking in the u.s like it's it's ghastly how bad it is in the u.s uh even in canada there's a lot of stuff coming out in canada there's a highway in canada where it's like every day there's a native american kidnapped and no one knows where they go and so i want to talk about that as well i want to talk about these i want to interview and go into these topics where i show different elements of the world you know Principally, I'm gonna start in the United States, but you know, there's times where I could go to Canada or Mexico or the EU or Asia or something and I could Follow a person for a day and see what their day their day is like and then learn how they got into that like what like if you were to train for 30 days To get all the knowledge to pass the exam to come an electrician What would that actually look like? What would I actually learn? What would, what would you actually learn or need to do professionally now trades are interesting because you actually have to take years as well So you, even if you did everything right in 30 days, you couldn't do it. But there's unique opportunity in the trades, for one example, because a lot of people will pay you to basically get that job, and then get a high-paying job, and they have unions. And I want to have people coming on talking about unions as well, people are for or against them, especially with this uh, railroad strike in America, which has been kind of uh, uh, obnoxious to listen and hear about, these people who can't even get vacation days like uh, or a sick day. They have to like go around. And... But anyways, so I like this idea of going out, Visiting a, a center for like the Native American series, there's a good chance I'm gonna like do an online virtual interview, and then I'm gonna go out there and I'm gonna spend a day just talking to everybody, and we're gonna have a sit down with people who have actually lost loved ones, and we're gonna sit down with people who are in a in a task force, does, who, whose only goal is to make it so it stops. And so, how does that work? And that's one example of how I want to be more in the field, as well as take advantage of the online opportunities that I've been doing so so well, I think, so far, and getting better on that. And the idea is to just kind of reveal what exists out there. And at the same time, I really like dirty jobs, as I've said. And so if we can get a sense of like what different things are out there for people, I think, like there's a lot of scientist CEOs, Like not everyone wants to do that. Not everyone wants to be a scientist, not everyone wants to be a CEO. I do think like everyone's kind of a scientist at heart. So like how to be an exper how to experiment how to like awaken those curiosities in in ourselves, but um, there's a limitation in terms of like oh that's cool information, but then it's like the one thing I really want to do is maybe there's something there that you could take and apply to your life and I want to have more of that. Maybe there's someone out there who's in college who's thinking like what am I supposed to do? I have a degree in this. What am I going to do? And so if it's a degree, maybe you. Do science stuff or R&D or join a startup and you see how easy it is. And that's the point as well. Uh, There's a lot of people come out and ask me, hey, Lowell, I'm in this spot. I appreciate your podcast. Do you have any advice for someone who's leaving college? You know, what can I be doing? And, you know, the first thing I always ask, and I think a lot of people make this assumption, but do you know what you want to be doing? You know, it's just an evolving conversation where, you know, there there are days where I wake up and like, oh, am I doing the right thing? Am I an idiot? Like... (laughs) What am i doing i'm you know learning every day to get better but i try to give my advice is give advice as best as i can to explore first like what do you want to be doing and then moving from that direction and sometimes you don't know maybe like you went to college because everyone said hey you would be good at being a doctor doing this or that and you know kind of glass is an example that where he was in his residency program he's like this is not what i want to do i want to do more this type of work a bigger impact and so he left and did that um I think seeing that you don't have to like stay in a, a path is useful. I think hearing about other people's paths, like there's people who are in their forties that went back to college, they're not experts. Uh, I think Diane Deanopolis, the penguin lady, is a good example of that. She's gonna come back on the show. Um, there's people like George Church who I'm in talks with they have back on the show as well, where um, it's like he is very open and he makes like this whole area in the vis something where like pretty much there's a lot of different people who can get in on that, which is great. And then there's the trades and there's everyday type of work where you never really know if you're going to be good at it. Like maybe a librarian would be interesting to you. Maybe being a plumber would be interesting to you. Maybe working on a Native American task force for human trafficking would be interesting to you. Maybe just working on human trafficking would be interesting to you. I hear Ashton coaches like doing some interesting work in that field and maybe I can have him on or someone on his team on to talk about the interesting things and elements that they're working on. Um, there's a lot of stuff that I want to get into that I expect to get into. But as you can imagine, if I'm doing one a week... <clears throat> It'll take like five years just to like, like list just to like, get everyone on for what I just talked about, and so if I'm doing like three to four a week, I can get I can get a lot more of that stuff out. As some of you know, or you know, anyone who's been learning about me, is I've had like health issues, and so like the last couple of years I finally gotten in a, a good groove where I don't have that disconnect, where my body is so tired that I can't do that much. So I can do work during the day, you know, coding, building things I want to work on. You know advising and then at night basically i can do these interviews or do these explorations of learning and quite frankly if i can do this full time if i could just like learn full time that'd be kind of fun um so if i can get like a thousand ten thousand subscribers that'll be very helpful not only because it'll help pay for these trips to go interview people you know all this stuff is out of my pocket i haven't made a dime from the show like i've just been like nonprofit for it for the longest time and so recently i've been taking it much more seriously in terms of like upgrading and reinvesting it because what i want to do is take, I want the, the podcast to basically support the these initiatives that I'm interested in where um, we could do like a charity run to raise money to help, you know, I'm going to keep exampling uh, the American um, human trafficking, where it's like we raise money for a specific thing that's very open source that helps with that problem. Or there's a lot of stuff that Sens is doing or uh, um, Lifespan Bio, I, 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 I'm terrible with names, but the that where we can raise money for specific initiatives and everyone can have their name on that plate of making the, the world a better place and um stuff like that i think is something i want to be getting more into not just learning not just helping you the listener the guest and myself but also taking this attention that we're building together and pushing it towards things that are really useful and for everyone else it's just like you know i just want to listen to something i do have a nice day you don't have to you don't have to help at all you like you're just you helping by listening Giving me feedback, tell me what I'm doing right, tell me what I'm doing wrong. Like, there's a lot of things that I'm improving upon, and a lot of it's been because you know I'm reflecting and and you know really doing better. But some of it's like people just telling me, "Hey, Lowell, you say make sense a lot." Hey, Lowell, there's an interview where you said like 20 times <laughs> in the first 20 minutes. <laughs> it's like, well, it's good to know. It's I think once you get used to interviewing people and pauses and not being in a rush, even in this self-interview in the beginning i was saying ums more and now i'm not you don't ums are just filler stuff like that are just filler i really want to get better at interviewing and speaking and doing that type of thing Uh, it would be interesting to have politicians on i don't know i'm not really one for politics but it would be interesting to sit down with like a republican a democrat or like a moderate person like an independent person independent party person you know individually interview them you know get into them in the weeds then bring them all together for an in-person sit-down where we talk about different policies and there's like you know like a rubric for this like the second i ask you a question and you start talking about some other thing you know which politicians do a lot how is this thing going to help public schools and they say well public schools are really important and that's why my opponent when he voted for the new bypass hurt puppies <laughs> it's like they, they, they go off on these little tangents uh i also would like to you no know, do stuff like that. There's a lot of things I want to know, learn. If there's someone that you want to hear from or hear about or learn about, comment section. Literally, I love pinning someone to the top of the comments saying, hey, you did a good, or like you made a suggestion. Like there was one uh, example with, uh, I'm gonna keep referencing Connor Glass because I just saw it like a couple of minutes ago when I share on the screen. He uh, he pointed out that there was a couple of typos in the little like auto-generated uh, text that was going on. I was like, oh, I can't fix that now because you know, YouTube's awareness. Uh, you know, please comment on it and I'll pin it to the top and you know Sometimes people don't like embracing the fact that that there are mess ups. So I don't know like he's a busy person I don't think he ever will post on that in that way, but if I make a mistake There's not you know point it out and I'll pin it. I'll say thank you. You'll hear you know comment from me I, I comment on pretty much everyone who uh, Who posts on these things and so I'm trying to build a community trying to do a good job on that I'm still learning I'm learning about a lot of things even the last three months, I think I've gone from, you know, I don't know, like an F- minus to like a D plus. And at the same time, um, I'm only getting better. And the video quality, I'm upgrading that, making better video angles, making better ways to view this online. I'm doing in-person ones next year as well. I'm going to do three to four episodes a week. I'm reading books, as we've discussed. To get better, I'm doing a lot of uh, reflective work. Put, printing out stuff, that type of thing. Anything that, if there's like a, a show, if you listen to an episode, it's like, oh, this is just crap, you know, comment on that. Let me know. But that was my year of 2022. I've gotten better physically. I'm working on losing weight, getting healthy on that front, even better. Uh, the podcast has been a lot of fun. Sometimes you're just, it's fun to just talk to somebody who's an expert on something. Like recently, I, I had a conversation with someone who is interested in food tech law, and they're like, no one's going to think this is interesting. No one's going to think this is interesting. It's like, what? It's so neat. You know, there's, there's a whole process and tapestry of rules and regulations that keep it so that we don't get poisoned on a daily basis. That's very interesting. And we also got to talk about the difference between the EU and America. And some of the things about America is kind of interesting and kind of disturbing. And it makes me not want to eat food as much. But, you know, it, knowledge is half the battle in terms of uh, knowing what you need to do to improve your life so that was 2022 2023 my goal is to interview people that are interesting i don't really care about like buzz people you know like i don't inter- uh call people up because they're like a big name and something like that um like Albert gray and george church and uh, jim Contral, there's a bunch of people that are like very big in their field but i'm mainly talking to them because they could talk about something like no one else can and so that's very interesting um at the same time, I don't want to discount people that are like just because they're popular. You know, it's kind of mean. If I'm just like, oh, you're 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 too well known. I want to go like interview you know Sally, who's uh, just got her PhD and blah blah blah. Um, so I'm balancing all that stuff. You're gonna see more content. Oh ideally better content every week. I'm commenting and reviewing and giving feedback on everyone who comes my way. A uh, good like 10%, 10-20% of my month. It's just Dedicated to giving to other people, but like there are startups that ask me questions that I am an advisor for. There are nonprofits that I am an advisor for. I've been thinking about building a nonprofit, which is kind of something I, I've been thinking about in terms of for the Midwest. I think that'd be uh, useful. Um, I don't know how it squares with the rest of the things I'm doing, so maybe not. Uh, I've been looking into homelessness, like how how does how does that work, for lack of a better word, and so. In Addition to everything I've said before in a kind of a rambly way I've never really talked in this way. I've been thinking about doing live streams where uh, We do like a Twitter space or something that could be something like a 1,000 10,000 subscriber thing um, As well as at, literally at a thousand subscribers I'll like there is a tour scheduled to launch where I will basically go all over the eastern seaboard and I'll interview like 300 people you will have not just uh, a lot of content, but depth content uh, about a variety of topics will be fun. Like lobster fishermen, very interested in that, uh, hearing from them and what's been going on in their lives. And uh, seeing them in person, seeing what their lives are actually like, I think it's a, a part of the flavor of what they're talking about. Like so, sometimes you can you can hear something, but then if you see it, it's like more significant. Try to read more, you know, like make time for little things like that. Make time to just kind of relax and enjoy your, your day. I'm like I turned 30 this year. It's kind of a weird number. Interesting enough, a lot of people listening are about my age. I, I was gonna think I was thinking that it would be like 20, 20-ish year olds, like younger people. Uh, because it's like a lot of new stuff. But a lot of people are like 25 to 35. It's kinda of interesting. There's 70% are male and 30% are female. That's also interesting as well. Ladies out there, uh, what do you want to learn about? There's um Talking to some people who work, like I think it's fascinating regardless of gender, but there for for women in particular, there's uh, people who are talking about um, reproductive longevity, like to make like eggs last longer. Essentially, it's kind of interesting because at a certain point, like uh, apparently the female reproductive elements, for lack of a better, because I I don't know some people find this disturbing to to hear, but like they age faster than anything else comparable in men. Our women is like the most fastly aged thing which is kind of interesting there's also a lot of really interesting um conversations with biologists who are out in the field historians that's another thing i read a lot of history books but i don't message them because i feel like oh you know they're probably in the field doing ar- archaeology stuff or you know writing a book and you know not emailing people because they're kind of old st- old style but i've been emailing a lot more of them uh just like getting out there like hey you know that's something i do and a lot of them have been very receptive to coming on the show. So that's something you're going to see as well. Um, in addition to my podcast, I am learning machine learning, which is really fun because I don't know sh- anything. It is like sometimes when you can go in an entirely different direction and you don't know anything, and it's just an entirely different map of knowledge. And you, you have some understanding of other things like I, you know, math, etc. Like when I'm reading and getting into and experimenting in machine learning, and I have to learn like a little bit of Python to like make make it make sense. Um, it'll it'll start like using mathematical nota- notation, and then they'll say, "Hey, if you don't know this stuff, just read this thing real quick to get a refresher." It's like, "Oh, cool! Now I get to know mathematical no- notation." It's like, and then in learning that, it's like, I, it, it's very similar. It's not very similar, but it's like not too dissimilar to chess notation. So I, I had already kind of like a a frame of reference in terms of using symbols, almost like hierogly- hieroglyphically, to understand what's happening. In a, in a like a word problem like in machine learning, it's like how do you write something so it's understandable in, in a very like quick way and Deciphering it so machine learning is one of those things. I'm learning right now and it's an entirely different field There are ways that I suspect I'll be able to apply it to problems This is another thing I do when I interview people. I'm constantly looking for ways to If I see problems that bother me enough like I'll, I'll like throw in to like help out and um, Which is fun and I enjoy it so That was my year, this is my review. I don't normally talk this much. I think many of you are probably like, this guy's weird, maybe. But, uh, excuse me. Uh, This will be a weirdly edited thing. I'm very curious how this goes. But, I look forward to 2023. I thank everyone for tuning in throughout this year, giving feedback. And helping me make this a great episode every guest for the most part has said thank you to me for the kind words that many of you have written to them on you know Twitter saying, oh this is a really cool episode Connor I didn't know this there there are people that uh, have worked at the companies who learned something new about the founder or a scientist who learned something new about the lead researcher and it helped them be a little bit more open to them you know see them as people Um, as if I've founded things and um, for whatever weird reason people put founders and leaders on pedestals and it's just like it's just another person doing a job and um they're no more special or less special than anyone else there's many different types of leadership there's people that have lead in their name and there's people on the team who are leading in all but name but they don't want to give up more time to have a manager role they just want to help out their element of the team solve their problems have a very fulfilling life and Go home and be with their family, or do whatever the heck they want to do in their free time, and that's that's awesome too. And so I'm glad that that's been a fun little benefit of hearing that people are able to see each other more as people. Um, I think that's probably one of my benefits is that I don't really put people on pedestals. They're all kind of the same to me. As uh, anyone who's listened to my Akash interview, I kind of see everyone as like uh, brains with mech suits, which is kind of fun. Um, also thinking about having people who make games come on and talk about that. That's, I think that would be a lot of fun. But for the most part, there's a lot of potential. There's a lot of things we're we'll going to be trying out. If there's something in particular you want to hear or see, please leave a comment. Please let me know. It helps me. It helps uh, the people I'm going to be talking with. And generally, it just makes a better experience for you. I have learned that literally, literally likes and subscribes, I see why people are annoying. Where they're like, smash that like button. You know why, why not to smash it? I don't want to break my computer, but the likes and subscribes tell YouTube that the thing is worth watching. So it's likes, subscribes, and it's like retention. And so because my content is long form, at a certain point, which is literally like a thousand to ten thousand 10, subscribers, um, my content will go it'll like go gangbusters. Essentially, it'll go really, really big, um, which is kind of nice because then I can do all these things I'm talking about because I'm like uh, essentially like capital, uh, like. I want it to be like self self-funding in that way. I don't like pulling from other things I'm doing to like fund something. Um and um at those mile markers, uh there's it would be it there'd be some really cool things we can be doing. Like conservation, there's some conservation elements where we'll be able to go out, interview the conservation people and actually help with conservation, where we like set up an event where everyone can come out and like do that type of stuff. Um Well, that's about it. I don't know what else people like to hear about these things. If I didn't, if I didn't uh, answer a question you're curious about, let me know. And you know what? I will have an open-ended, you know, uh, Twitter space thing where I'll let everyone know. If there's a, a bunch of people, if, if it's like you had a question, I can answer real quick. I'll do that. If not, maybe I'll do like a live stream Twitter thing at like the New Year or like next week. And it's not scheduled in the sense of like it'll be like in, in lieu of an episode. It'll just be like us hanging out. And uh, we can answer all questions like that. So let me know what you think. Uh, Learning with is the main website. The channel is here. Also, think about doing clips. People keep saying I should be doing this. I don't know. Is it worth it? It's kind of like extra work given everything else I'm doing. But if uh, people enjoy that stuff, makes it easy and more shareable, let me know. If people can make shorts of my stuff, that'd be kind of cool. Apparently, people do this. That's kind of neat. Um, if there's a book that you loved this year, let me know. I'm going to give out my uh, books that I enjoyed. There's some books, I can tell you right now, now uh, I'm, I'm just rambling, it's like talking to talking to a wall, um, but uh, I have been, there's there's a book called uh, The Daily Laws by Robert Greene, and I think I just didn't know what it was about, and it's like, it's an okay book, but it's not that great. But at the same time, there's books like Never Split the Difference, which are timeless, and I read that for the first time about a year ago. Um, so the next couple of weeks, you have a lot of stuff to look forward to with me, and I hope everyone will keep tuning in, sharing, making fun of my hair. I'm trying to see how long I can grow it, so it's going to be kind of rugged. muffin. it's like in that in between phase where it, like settles into what it wants to be, which is, uh, I guess to some extent, where everyone is, depending on uh, how the, how you view life. Oh, here's another thing. Do people want to hear my thoughts more? Like sometimes in interviews, like I try I refrain from being like, hey, I think this, blah blah blah, because it's like I'm not all that. Inter- like I don't think. I think the guest is the one who should be like talk like is the one we're learning about. But at the same time, if I make the episodes two three hours long, I can have more of like those Joe Rogan-esque conversations where like my opinions and stuff are there too. Let me know if you want to hear my thoughts. Um, and at the same time, we're gonna have psilocybin and mushroom people on soon, and we're gonna look at that from a science standpoint. It's something neat. I was thinking about having someone on from uh, who can talk about the like COVID. Was it from the lab or not? I think it's been enough time where I won't get set on fire for asking that question. And uh, I don't think the media has done a great job answering it succinctly. So without further ado, thank you everybody for staying curious this year, for watching my episodes. I think in the last, like, it's really cool on YouTube. You can see, like, how many hours people watch things of yours. And where when I was just doing the audio stuff, it'd be like, you'd have to, like, do, like, math to figure out, like, how many people are downloading stuff and like you have to like square hypotenuses and stuff. It's just like obnoxious, like how bad the the numbers are. But on YouTube, you can see like one of your, like my like one of my least viewed things has like you know 20 hours of view time. It's like well, that's cool because it like took me like two to three hours to make the episode, and there's been 20 hours of enjoyment that have been made from it. And so there've been hundreds of hours of people enjoying the stuff and staying curious this year in 2022 um i hope that continues i hope i keep making things worthy of being listened to and watched and uh i'm very interested to see how the visual setup w- will improve and help everyone be more interested in what we're doing uh timestamps show notes are going to keep going and you know please subscribe and like i mean it like that stuff it, it's like a, it's a huge thing the the sooner we get to a thousand to ten thousand subscribers on youtube the things that we're going to be able to do it's going to be nuts like I can't even tell you all the things because I'd be here for another hour And I don't know to the extent this is already born for many people. So I hope everybody has a happy holiday season that they start the new year Well, new year well and people always talk about like making resolutions and stuff like that I think if I can ask you to do one thing It's to read the book Ben Franklin by Walter Isaacson and just think what about this book could help me in my life because there's a lot of stuff there that people struggle with there's a person in their work that's kind of a jerk. How do you get around that? How do you get through that? How do you remove that? Uh, maybe it's just removing yourself from the equation. How do you find what you're interested in? Ben Franklin literally had moments like that. Um, how to get a better sense of like listening to other people, how to learn, how to advance yourself, that type of thing. I think it's a great book. It's probably the best book in terms of just reflecting and improving yourself. There's some books by Robert Greene as well, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna give like 20 books uh, by the, at the end of the year for everyone. But if everyone can just do one thing for me, read that book. Tell me what you think. And if, if there's a part that really meant something to you, let me know. I'm currently reading The Immortality Key, which I'm looking at right now, and Turning Point by Miyazaki of the Studio Ghibli peoples. If, if anyone knows them, they're really great. But I'll let everybody enjoy the rest of their day. Thank you for staying curious. Let me know how this goes. I'm not editing any of this. So we'll see if it's not horrible. All right. Bye-bye, everybody.